Welcome to Phone Messages, Episode 61, Lawrence Welk. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week, I play message number 11 from Chris Pearson. And once again, I am fortunate to have him here to discuss the message. It is from the fall of 1988 or winter of 1989, and it's about 40 seconds long. Here we go. Hey, man. It's Chris Collin. I got your message. Tuesday is cool. I'm jealous about missing that Lawrence Welk show. Um, I saw those previews last week, and I can't believe I, I missed it, but just don't rub it in too bad. Um, and I'll see you Tuesday. Um, I'm going out with my dad tomorrow night. You can call me later, but I'm just sitting around. After a hard week of work, I'm going to do one of my favorite things, take a bath, smoke a joint, and read two Sunday papers. Take it easy, man. I love you. I remember the uh, Sunday paper thing, because I used to buy, I mean, this was not the New York Times I was reading. This would be the Chicago Tribune and the Sun-Times, for sure, and they were mostly advertisements. I was never really on top of the news, but I used to like to go through them, sometimes looking for like silly lines to use in, in songs or just slow, or images that I would make into art. Do you remember what the Lawrence Welk thing was? I'm guessing maybe you just caught a really good episode you were telling me about, or? And so this is the question, because I actually was on a podcast for this show called Studio 360, where you could s submit your ideas for things that most people would think are not cool to enjoy. So I like did a short piece for them about my appreciation for Lawrence Welk. And I actually said in my interview that I didn't know who started watching it first, you or me. It, it could have been me. I always had a TV, and I'm sure I didn't have cable, so I can't imagine what channels I was getting there. I know I, I watched a lot of Brady Bunch. I watched a lot of The Partridge Family. Lawrence Welk would make sense. Whatever would come in, I probably had four or five channels. But what was your appreciation for The Lawrence Welk Show? Well, and you know, I was kind of a pothead back then. I mentioned that in, in the message. I mean, I mean you're, you're a little bit more earnest than I am. Maybe you had a gen, more of a genuine... I think, I think for me, it was, wow, this is just weird. This is just like... You know, I just found the whole thing just surreal. Particularly if I were stoned, I'd be like, this is just nuts, you know? Some of the arrangements where they'd have like a whole... It, they'd have a duet and they'd have a whole chorus of these women singing, you know? And you never know where it's going to go. And then on top of that, the visuals, the bubbles and everything. Where was he from? He was from the Dakotas, either North Dakota or okay. South Dakota. But he had this German accent because he grew up speaking German, which was really weird. But see, for me, I actually think that musically, the quality of their... Well, all of the performers were just very... Great studio musicians. Yeah, great musicians, right, exactly. And so I had a real appreciation for how technically refined it was and just, you know, and the sentimentalism and all that. But I think your relationship to oldies music is a little different. Yeah, mine is really emotional with that stuff. Like, I remember I had all these Five Satins records, you know, and everyone knows In the Still of the Night, but... 
they had so many songs that were just great, you know, just as good and just really just make you feel something when you'd hear them. At the time, they, you know, in the late 80s, they were probably recorded in the late 50s, so that's 30 years. Like, they didn't really feel like oldies. Something like Lawrence Welk would make me think of, like, my grandma's, I mean, you know, you'd think of, like, not even the 50s. Like, it seems like his music is so old-fashioned, it's like, it goes back to, like, swing music. I mean, we're talking about, like, 30s and 40s or something like that is the feel of it, maybe. And, you know, in a funny way, what he's doing, I, now I think about it more, is he would maybe, he would take a song, like a 60s song, like he could do a, a version of a Bob Dylan song, but play it in a swing style, like from the 30s, it's something that, like, um, kind of bringing the whole family together. Lawrence Welk was born in 1903 in Strasburg, North Dakota, to German-speaking immigrants from Odessa at that time part of the Russian Empire. His TV show started on a local L.A. station in 1951 and ended on PBS in 1982. After that, reruns continued to be shown on PBS, hosted by Welk, and after his death in 1992, by former cast members. Some of the most bizarre episodes of the Lawrence Welk Show were precisely when they performed contemporary popular songs by the Beatles or Jim Croce. But my favorite episodes featured the superb vocalists Norma Zimmer and Jimmy Roberts, who performed operetta hits by the likes of Jeanette McDonald and Nelson Eddy. This was indeed the music of my grandmother, who had a great collection of McDonald and Eddie 78s. The sincere romanticism of their song, Ah, oh, sweet mystery of life, at last I found thee, just floors me. Of course, the show is ripe for parody, but unfortunately, the most famous example comes from Saturday Night Live, where Kristen Wiig plays a singing sister with a high forehead and tiny hands whose crudeness continually interrupts the musical performance. It's a great example of SNL's lowbrow humor, in this case, ironically, using a high-browed wig. I guess we are meant to laugh at this woman's physical deformities, but humor works best when it punches up, rather than down. A better parody would simply recreate a Lawrence Welk performance in all its colorful campiness, much like the Brady Bunch movie did for another 70s TV classic that Chris mentions. Okay, that's it for this week. Many thanks again to Chris. With all his messages, he has become a vital collaborator in this project. If you would like to be another collaborator or have any other comments, please contact me through my website, pfoch.com. That's P-F-O-T-S-C-H dot com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.